From Mr. Potato Head to G.I. Joe, Hot Toys to Funko Pops, we're digging up the corpse of Toys R Us to talk about our favorite playthings of the past and present. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture come together for some sweet, sweet two-player co-op. My name's Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because he's the best at being the worst, and he's with me as always. It's Steve-O Supremo. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Toys R Us is dead, son. <laughs> Moving across the table. Often imitated, but by golly, he's never been duplicated. It is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I don't want to grow up. I want a Cabbage Patch Kid. Fair enough. You can probably get one on eBay if you don't mind, like, crayon marks across the face for, and stuff. For $13, you can get a brand new one. And a hug. Is that how much a Cabbage Patch doll costs? I have no idea. Oh, I've you, never priced, you, priced you, up a piece. You said that so specifically, so like you had some expert knowledge. knowledge. No, I've never priced a Cabbage Patch or a Cabbage Patch Kid. Can you do the Cabbage Patch? Uh, not without changing my pants first. Okay. I don't think you understand how the Cabbage Patch works. I probably don't. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know how your pants are involved in that. I just don't want to rip anything. Speaking of Cabbage Patch Kids, uh, she's about the size of one of the Cabbage Patch Premies. She's salty and sweet and conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. I'm a grandmother. <laughs> what? I'm a grandmother. They're saying they're kids. I'm a grandmother. Okay. Well, I'm not a how child. old are you? <laughs> She is, eight, she is 87. It's a Benjamin Button thing. Old. It's really weird. We are missing uh, the lovely Lady Lee Smotty tonight. She has uh, been absconded to be uh, the ambassador from Florida to the island of Puerto Rico this evening. So we wish her uh, have a great evening and buenas noches. Wait, is she in Puerto Rico? Uh, more or less. Okay. Uh, and over in the booth, we round this out tonight. He is the super genius pushing all the buttons to keep this buckets of bolts flying. He's our resident smart guy, Nicholas W. Sadler. Hello. Hey, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. Hi. Nick, we're talking toys tonight, man. That's what we're getting into this evening. You're a you're a toy guy. You like building things and playing with things. Uh, you, you got a favorite toy that you've enjoyed as a child? Legos. Legos. Oh, absolutely. That's Hands not even down. a mystery. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if I was buying a Lego set, I would hire Nick to just come put it together for me. Mm-hmm. Nick, if I if I finally if I finally pull the trigger and buy that Lego Death Star, will you just come build it for me? Yeah, you wouldn't even have to pay me. <laughs> All right. It seems like you, you heard it here first, folks. Just made a deal. Let us know what your favorite toys are. We're going to be talking about that this evening. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. We like to hang out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can also visit our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can shoot us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. You can also check out our small group on Facebook. Facebook, that's the Nerd of God Squad. Hit us up, send us a uh, an, a request, and we will accept you and bring you into our fun, fantastic fold of fellowship where we liberally share gifts and memes and all sorts of fun and encouraging things from a Christian nerdy standpoint. We'd love to have you be a part. Uh, hey, we're gonna throw it in the wayback machine tonight, guys. You ready to to take a trip back in time? I don't know. Yes, always like Huey Lewis, like Huey by God Lewis. I miss the news. I do too, Tony, but we have to give Huey Lewis time to create. That's right. So we're going to throw it back with a quick round of If We Were. Whoa! Whoa! 
Character from a movie or a video game A famous flying use from somewhere deep in space It's time to find out from the his's and hers We're gonna play a game called If We Were Tonight, we're gonna play If We Were And that's where we just go around the table and find out who we would be If we were certain characters or things from a franchise From nerddom or what have you And tonight, since we are talking toys I thought, what better place to start than to find out who we would be if we were characters from the Toy Story universe. Oh. So strap into this Linky Dog roller coaster and let's go for a ride tonight. Uh, so I guess we'll just go uh, We'll go around the table. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, I wonder where this toy box goes. I guess we're starting with me. So if we were Toy Story characters, who do you guys think I would be? The Prospector. No. Uh, no. Really? If we could no. have like a mix of no, no, no. I want you to unpack that statement, no, Stephen. No, no. I really tell me why. Tell me why, because you know what? I think that this would be a great night for us to do this right now. Why would I be Stinky Pete the Prospector, Stephen? Well, you don't. No, 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 no. Oh, there's a reason. The Bible says, "From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." Stephen, because you're like new and still in the box, mint condition. Exactly. Exactly. That's out. Answer. Jackie, who do you think Tony would be? Please uh, save me. No, I like this pit that I'm looking into. You need a right, shovel? So, <laughs> so the way that... Stinky, stinky Pete's yes. got one. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so okay, so who would I be if we were Toy Story characters? And, you know, we have the whole uh, universe of Toy Story movies that you I could mean, pick from. The easy one is Woody. Woody? Woody, yeah. hands down. You're the leader. You're in charge. Yeah, but Tony's not nearly in, as insecure as Woody is. No. Like Woody is incredibly insecure. No, but I feel like his insecurity has like lessened as the movies go on. Like if you're judging like first Toy Story Woody versus I haven't seen Toy Story four, but Toy Story three Woody, he's not nearly as insecure. Well, I would say for Tony like Toy Story two on Buzz Lightyear. Really? Because he's, he's very confident himself. He, he he's kind of like a pseudo leader. You know, with 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 Woody, they kind of become like you know Woody's technically in charge of everybody because he's been there longer. But like Buzz is kind of his right hand man. They're kind of like side by side. He's and my my eyes do light up when I see a utility belt. Yeah. And you're and you're so good with technology. <laughs> and you got a pretty girl. I do. Have ah, a- that's true. Uh, and your wife yodels like that's even that is that is true. <laughs> she is. We call her Sheena the Yodel and Cowgirl. It's really. <laughs> <laughs> that was, no, that was really good. Do that again? No. I'm going to make that my ringtone. No. Okay. Never again. Uh, all right. I'm not at Walmart. So let's uh, we'll slide over then to, to Steven. Steven? Oh, no. no Who would Steven be if this was uh, the Toy Story universe? Mr. Potato Head. Why Mr. Potato Head now? Because he's angry. I'm not angry. I'm not an angry person. Because Mr. Potato Head, so many many bad things happen to Mr. Potato Head. Bad things don't happen to me. Are you going to adopt some little green men? You dropped your phone, your cell phone, down an elevator shaft this week. Okay, so listen. I've I've had an iPhone for seven years. Uh I've dropped my phone many a times. That's Mm -hmm. why I always get a protective case. Never have I cracked my phone phone screen before. I even, as Tony just said, dropped it down an elevator shaft. But you did drop it down. Elevator shaft. Phone was fine. Screen was perfect. And and who who was able to rescue that phone for you from the bottom of an elevator shaft, Stephen? Nick Nick got it for 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 me. So gold star. So yeah, so, so you, now Nick. you you have to say to Nick. You have to sincerely from your heart. I did. I told, no 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 no. I, I told Here in him front of time. every in front of all of our Nerd of God Squad friends. Okay, Nick. Thank you for saving my phone from the bottom of the elevator shaft for doing what Tony failed to do by using the same means necessary. <laughs> maybe Steven. Maybe Steven is stinky Pete. <laughs> I'm 
trying so hard not to scream right now. You really are stinky Pete, aren't you, Steven? Steven Stinky Pete. Okay. You know what? Next time, I'm just going to push the down button and crush your It was already on the bottom. It couldn't go down any further. He knows the secret. He has a key to it. Anyway, so this might make you feel better that I got out of my car uh, at work the day after I fell on the elevator shaft. Dropped it three feet. Phone's cracked. Phone's screen's cracked. It's because First time you in my entire life. The elevator shaft. It yeah. weakened it. That's that haughty spirit. It weakened it. It's the haughty spirit. The Lord is exacting his revenge on you. I'm sorry. I say that, but that really does suck to have a broken phone. It does. And yeah. I was about to try to get a new phone anyway. I'm so mad. And it's not even like a big crack. I'm so mad. Not even a big crack. So who would I be? We already decided Stinky Pete next. No, oh, nobody's never <laughs> jokingly said. I feel like Stephen. Uh, this is going to sound weird, and this is a, a third tier character, and I hate to do this to you. Am I Wheezy? Yeah. I love Wheezy. Why am I Wheezy? We get so many guests who ask for Wheezy merchandise in Toy Story Land, the and we're like, who sorry. Is in five minutes of four. You don't movies. have but a toy. But he's a showstopper. He's just That's overlooked. He's crazy. under. He's he doesn't get the credit. He he's a dusty character. He's on the top of the shelf. Everybody kind of sees him as something less than glamorous. But then when he gets his shot. He, he shines in front of everybody. I was saying like this Tom is a, Jones. a complimentary why he get, thing. Why did he get shelved again for Toy Story Because 3? they couldn't get Kelsey Grammer back for Toy Story oh, was 3. He, was he Weezy? I think he was. Only he was. No, Weezy he wasn't. Was a, he, he, you barely heard him talk. Yeah, yeah, something normal. Oh, yeah, he was right. great. He sang like Kelsey Grammer. I love Weezy. I thought he sang like Tom Jones. Little Tom Joneses, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Nefri. Nefri. If I had a good job sticker, it would be on your shirt right now. And it would say, what's new, cat? Seven times. (laughs) I have to bleep that out for all of our British listeners. (laughs) No, no, no. In in, in Britain, it's sweet. Okay. Uh, Jackie, if Jackie was on Toy Story, who would she be? Rex. Rex? No, no, I, no, no. I don't like I'm, confrontation. I'm a nervous Rex. Oh, yeah. No, like that's the true. t-shirt. Whoa. I was going to say Rex for Neff, but that that is better. That is better. Yeah, that's, that's that is better. Good. Rex that's... is pretty good. I was going to say... Um, I could be Mrs. Potato Head. Ooh, the no, sassiness. You're not, you're, I mean, you're, she's sassy, but you're not bossy. She's bossy. You guys don't see she a little cares. a little tiny bit of Jesse, the only I, I was going to say that. You know, I'm okay with Jesse too. It's weird. I mean, I hate to say you have to be the girl or whatever, but you know. And even Je- Jesse, you- Jesse deals with some stuff. Jesse deals with anxiety issues all the time. When Do you have abandonment about issues? The box. Sure. When somebody loves you. All right, oh. Neff. Who's start crying right oh. now? Don't you dare. <laughs> Neff, uh, Neff, if you're a Toy Story character, who are you going to be? He's Ham. That's what I was going to say. <gasps> I love Ham. I think I'm Ham, too. Because Neff ham is sarcastic. And All right, nobody looked to get my cork back. Masterful <laughs> command of trivia. <laughs> Neff has. You <laughs> just, just made Nick guffaw from afar. <laughs> the evil Dr. Porkchop. I love it. Slinky Dog and Ham were my faves. Yeah. And Slinky Dog is dead. Thank you, for, thank you for ruining the entire mood, Stephen. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, Nick? He's Sid. Have you, I'm sorry, have you not paid attention to this whole thing that we're doing? Yeah, no. Nick is Sid. He's like, he but he's stuff. good Sid. He's good Sid. If Sid, Sid? Sid without the evil problems. Pause for just one second. Hello? How's my favorite son? Dad, uh, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. We are recording our radio show right now. You are live on the air. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine every time I talk to you. Oh, look at that. That's the encouragement that I don't normally get on my everyday life. Uh, I love you. I love you, that's too. All that, that's all that matters. 
Okay, I don't want to keep you. I don't want to keep you doing better things than talking to me. Uh, I'll call you later. I've got, got some uh, some movies for you. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Love you, Dad. I'll call you when I'm done. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My precious heart. thing. My <laughs> dad doesn't talk to me or call me or tell me anything. Like Neither that. does mine. That's yeah. that's that's why you're Stinky Pete. <laughs> You sweet dick laughing at <laughs> You can't laugh at Neff's dead dad jokes. Oh, no, Sorry. those are. When he makes it, it's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's called. We a cult- have people in our Austin audience that have lost their parents that get hurt when he says stuff it's like that. It's a coping that. mechanism. Sorry. That's not. He ain't it's coping. Not, it's not good. All right, so Nick, if you were a Toy Story character, who would you be? Sid. He's Sid. Sid? <laughs> I feel like that's... But that. like good Sid. Oh, good Sid. Like what if Sid, Sid wasn't evil. If Sid like took the toy... Why isn't he then um, Jer- Jerry, the uh, the guy who fixes Woody oh. in Toy Story 2? Oh, I like oh, that. Yeah. Wait, well, what, like about, that what, about, what about Andy? Andy creates these big, huge worlds out of all these things. He's super Minecraft. creative. Yeah, the Minecraft. You're Andy. I'll take it. Yeah. You're Andy. Nick goes around. In fact, look at the bottom of your shoe right now. You'll see that Nick's name is written on it. Oh, yeah. It's spelled N-I-K-E, but he does. It is spelled. It's spelled T-O-M-S on me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, let us know who you would be if you were a toy store. Lise Mottie is not here. Uh, who would Lise Mottie be if she was? She'd be Mrs. Potato Head. Why? Because she's all girls are Mrs. Potato Head. Is that what you're saying? Apparently. No. That's the most misogynistic she's, thing. How she's dare sassy. you? I can see Lisa Marie being very like caring uh, for everybody. Lisa Marie is one also, of those like mom friends who's like, "Oh, you're hungry here. I have a snack. Yes. Oh, you need medicine oh. here. Let me just dig inside my like." She's tour guide bag Barbie. Purse. <laughs> it's not her bottomless bag purse. She's actually reaching into her butt for those extra pieces. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mrs. Potato oh. Head is so. Uh, and yikes. I can see Lisa Marie adopting three little beautiful alien children. Little LGMs. I love the LGMs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what their orientation is. She'll love them just the same. Mm -hmm. Uh. Is saying little LGMs the same as saying ATM machine? Yes. Great. And pin number. The N in pin is number. You guys know we have a goal to get to tonight, right? We didn't come and spend 20 minutes on this little segment. This is why we canceled if we were yeah. originally. So let us know who you would be. Follow us up on the social media. And that's been uh, If We Were. So we got a couple things that are coming up that we can look forward to. Nefri, you know what I'm excited about? What? Coming up in, uh, in just about a week, actually nine days from today. It's going to be Steven's birthday. Yeah, it is. Aww. Then the day after your birthday, what we really care about is it's Jackie's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Feel so good about She's going to be 21. So everybody is getting older. Uh, so Steven and Jackie, happy birthday in advance. This weird hand-holding thing that you guys are doing is very strange. <laughs> There's a weird fluttering too. of Steven's it was, fingers. It was, I forgot who I was doing the handshake with, and I was, was like, the thing you and I did. Never do that hand motion again. I, but that's uh, how me and Neff say hello. These are the most... <laughs> 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 I need an adult. Yep, yep. Help. I didn't know you guys. It's gonna be my birthday on the twenty seventh, guys. Hi. Happy birthday. Mine on the twenty sixth. And you know the uh, the thing that's that's even more exciting to me is just a few days after that, it's gonna be our one hundredth episode. Yeah. Coming up on October eighth, so we're really excited. We got a lot of people gonna be coming in. Uh, we are actually we, we've moved locations from our normal recording studio to a uh, an area that has a seating uh, venue here just to try it out, just to make sure the tech works. So if tonight our episode sounds a little weird or wonky, it's because we're giving it a test drive, so we can get the practice in uh, from a tech standpoint in this room. So we're I'm looking over uh, the table at 
many empty chairs that hopefully on uh, October 8th will be filled with lots of friends from the Nerdigod Squad coming to celebrate our 100th episode with us. It's going to be a great time, and we hope that you guys will be here. You can get your ticket at nerdigodcast.com or search for Nerdigodcast on Eventbrite. Uh, get your tickets. It's only $10. That's $10. That we're going to have food and uh, lots of fun giveaways and things like that. So uh, be a great night to come out and hang out uh, with the Nerdigodcast yeah. for our 100th episode spectacular. Yay! <laughs> Which I think is going to be one of the best nights we've ever had. I'm excited for it. And if you're not 100% sure how the best thing goes, one way that you can compare it is by telling us how the worst thing goes. Steve-O, tell us about the worst thing ever. I hate that so much. So much. I love it. So last last week's best worst thing ever was... Batman and Robin versus X Men Apocalypse. What do you guys? Who do you guys think won? I think one of it's them like, be Batman, Batman, Robin. Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin was worse. Was worse. Yeah. I disagree because yeah. I have fun watching Batman and Robin. I do not enjoy X Men Apocalypse. It was a sixty-one point nine to a thirty-eight point one percent difference. Wow. So Batman and Robin moves on. Why would you not just round to the next number? I don't know because it gave me it gave me the percentages. You can just roll exactly. it up to sixty-two. Ah oh, man, I'm going exact. Okay. This is not like the electoral college vote. This is what, what really matters. <laughs> this vote matters. This vote matters. All right. So now we move on to next week's. Uh, we're going to bring back the X-Men franchise because you know what? They make bad movies. Can't get enough of them X-Men. So it is going to be X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, oh my god! Oh, no. I don't think I ever actually watched that Ooh. one. Oh, it's you're pretty not, bad. You're not missing much. But not as bad as what it's up against, which is Catwoman. Uh, but Catwoman's got is, some weirdly funny scenes. No, no, it's funny scenes because like it's terrible, but not yeah, because that's what no. I'm saying. No, the CG in that movie is terrible. The acting in that movie is terrible. The directing in that movie is terrible. The writing in that movie is terrible. Do you remember the villain from Catwoman? Yeah, no, Sharon Stone. Exactly. <laughs> you remember the actress, but do you remember the actual? Name? No, I didn't even realize there was. I thought the villain was Halle Berry's. It was acting. the script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote it? That's the villain of that movie. Yeah. No, so, Sharon Stone was making like the the chemical stuff to make her continually look younger, right? Wait, is that a documentary? Uh, no, I can't remember that. I, I might be thinking of Resident Evil. Oh. I thought that was Snow White. It might be Snow White. Yeah. No, wait, that, that, was, that, was, that was Tangled. I was way off. Oh, oh Mother Gothel? That's what it was. The I think singing it was... the song with the flower? Watch your mouth, Jackie. Fight me. Oh, wow. Okay. So, it's X-Men Origins Wolverine versus Catwoman. Uh, Go on to our website, nerdofgodcast.com, to vote now on which one you think is the worst thing ever. And this is our last match of round one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right. Then it starts getting really crazy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you got the ones that we are, they're certified losers. Exactly. Going against each other. Yeah. And that has been the worst thing ever. So tonight, what are we talking about? Toys. Toys. The toys that made us, you guys. The toys that made us. The toys that we're made out of. I was watching the uh, the toys that made us actually today on Netflix. Have you guys have you guys watched this? I've to- wanted I'm familiar to. I've with watched it. Watched you two. have to watch it. It's a really cool show. It's good. It's it is, good. it is good. And yeah. it, even if it's like toys that you didn't play with, is it still? Oh yeah. To watch? Oh, it's fascinating. Because yeah. I never played with He Man. No, no, it's fascinating. It's because really cool. They they tell the story about how the characters were made. Like the one I watched today was about Transformers. So they talked about the original Japanese toy line, uh, the Takara Tomy toy line, and and how they brought it over and reimagined it with these characters. So all the characters 
that we know of as Transformers were made in America using the toy bodies of these Japanese figures that already existed, actually from a couple of different toy lines, and um, that they were actually created by Marvel Comics. So Marvel wow. Comics created the the characters. They, these toy companies made these toys, and Marvel created all the G.I. Joe characters. They created all the Transformers characters. It's really interesting to see how they they came in and brought these toys to life and made them as familiar as we are. It's just a, it's a great series. And as they were, I was watching the Transformers one, I actually found myself kind of like tearing up at a couple points in the show. Like Aww. it was really emotional for me. I had that one and I had that one and I gave them all away. I love toys. Toys to me, like toy, like the toy store, the toy aisle, Collecting toys is a real. You guys know this about me. It's a really big part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm a huge toy guy. Um, I've been collecting toys since I was a little little kid. Every day my dad would pick me up from school when I was, even before preschool. Like I'm going to Kitty College every day. That was the name of the place. Spelled with two Ks. Uh, and then my dad would come pick me up on the playground at the end of school. We would go to Dairy Queen and I'd get a strawberry sundae. And then we'd go to Lionel Play World and my dad would buy me a toy because I was a spoiled brat. <laughs> and um, I had all the toys, man. And, and growing up in my era, in my 80s, I was five years old, six years old when He-Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers and all these things kind of came out and really hit their stride. So I feel like I was in the perfect spot for, yeah. to enjoy the greatest generation of toys that's ever been yeah. known to mankind. The golden age of toys. It was the, the, uh, the Star absolute Wars toys. Star Wars toys. Um, because you go any you go any farther, it starts getting into video games kind of take over. Yeah, absolutely. That. So we really, really had a great experience with toys growing up and uh, still collect to this day. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit. They're just more expensive toys. Too much. Now. They are definitely, <laughs> definitely more expensive toys now. Right uh, so real quick, we're just going to say, I'm gonna, we're going to do a little, uh, a quick toy uh Toy rundown. So we'll do the uh, these. I have I have here on the list according to the internet of the ten best selling toys oh. of all time. Oh, so just want to see if you guys can can try to figure out some of the best selling toys of all times. If, if the toys that you played with are on the list, if any of your favorites uh, made the best selling toy lines of, of all time. Nick, what's a toy that uh, that you enjoy a lot? Legos. Legos. The number two toy <laughs> on, on the list. The number two best-selling toy line of all time is Legos. Uh, and they've been around forever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. So uh, in 2014, Lego declared themselves the largest tire manufacturer. <laughs> because of those little tiny tires? Little they don't manufacture. They're the largest tire manufacturer, but they manufacture the smallest tires. Oh, my it's, it's some, like... 36 million little tires every year. That just makes sense. Legos are nuts. Now, when I was a kid, that we had, I mean, all the different kinds of Legos, uh, the space Legos and all the different things like that. But it seems ever since they started merchandise, like marketing, cross-marketing the Legos, mm-hmm. that it's really, really blown up. The Star Wars oh, Legos, yeah. the uh, the Marvel ones, and um, the DC ones are huge. Ghostbusters. All of the, Le- the, the Lego video games. They're, those are great games. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I play the Star Wars Lego video Lego games. Lego Star Wars is fantastic. Like, forever. Uh, like, the cutscenes are my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the, the old ones when they didn't talk, when they kind of yeah. had to just act them out. The Star Wars they ones grunted. were fantastic. Yeah. There, so fun. There was a game, and it's not good, but I loved it, that came out in the mid-90s, mid to late-90s, called Lego Island. And yeah. It was great. It, you could beat the game in like two hours. But it was a fun game where you just travel around this Lego Island building stuff. And Did you play with actual Legos? 
No, I played the Lego video game. No, we're talking about actual toys, though. Did you ever? Did you ever like have a Lego set or anything? like I that? I mean, I, I never really like Legos. Legos were not my jam. No, Legos are great. When yeah. you get Legos, do you do you play with like you follow the instructions and build exactly what's on the box, or do you no. like it when you can sort of just build your own thing? No, oh. I definitely follow the instructions. I'm I, I like building things like a puzzle, like putting a puzzle together. Mm. So I love using the instructions to like get it exactly right as it is on the thing. But do you feel like it's maybe less of a puzzle if you're using the instructions and more just like? No, I mean, I, I just like. Build Building things up, like if I was building like a model or something. But if it's like a bunch of different Legos that aren't meant to be a certain thing, I like to build them up and make whatever. And that's we bought all these Lego sets. We have a ton of cool Lego sets. Um, one year for Christmas, I bought my wife only Legos because she loves Legos. So I mean, I bought her like full on giant like big Lego sets, like the a whole airport and a big jumbo jet and all these different so things because cool. uh, she just really loves put, putting together Legos. Got all the uh, Star Wars stuff, the X Wing, and you know different things like that. Um, and and like, I think that's cool, but then once we kind of take them apart, getting them back together and knowing what goes with what set, like, you lose a piece or things get crisscrossed um, over there, oh it's yeah. like, forget about it. My brother, he has a, uh, a uh, uh, what do they call it? The um, things, that the pizzas from Star Wars. Pizza slices, the big ones. The pizza slices? Star Destroyer. Star, Star Destroyer. Uh, the oh. the oh. Dreadnoughts? <laughs> he has a big Star Destroyer, like, like a Lego Star Destroyer. And Now I'm never going to be able to see a Star Destroyer as not a pizza slice. Thanks, Neff. Way to ruin 40-some years every time, of, every time of comes in enjoyment. Like, Dang it, man. Pizza. Anyway, uh, so, like, he left pieces in his bedroom whenever we switched bedrooms, and I'm still stepping on them to this day. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it is just a terrible wake-up Lego call. pieces get everywhere. So, oh, Lego, yeah. Lego's number two. What, what else do you think is on this top ten list? Furby. Furby did not make the list. Barbie. Tickle me Elmo. <laughs> number one best-selling toy of all time is Barbie. Barbie. Oh, that was a good Barbie one. since 1959. Uh, Barbie is estimates uh, that's that's Mattel, right? Yes. Mattel yep. estimates over one billion Barbie dolls sold. I was day. not that's a big a Barbie lot fan. Of Barbies. No. Nah, I like my stuffed animals. It's really big on stuffed animals. So Barbie, though, there's so many different Barbie dolls. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, you get astronaut Barbie. You can get like McDonald's Disney employee Barbie, Barbie, Disney princess Barbie. McDonald's they employee did have Barbie. a McDonald's. They yes, did. they did. I'm they not did. lying. That's funny. They Barbie had a Barbie anything. for every job occupation. What about a uh, uh, trash worker Barbie? Yeah, I'm sure it exists. What about a Pet Boys retail associate? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what other uh, What other toys do you think made the top ten list? Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs didn't make it. Dang, Let me tell you, Lincoln Logs were like Legos, but for very unimaginative children. What about Tinker Toys? Tinker See, Toys the, also did not make now, the list. Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi did not. No, they're, they're not on there. And I don't know if this counts as a toy. What about bicycle playing cards? No. Are, are, how, what's the cutoff date for this list? I mean, like, we, yeah. till, we, we just did now. Lego, which came out in 1953. So. Yeah. Yeah, these are just the best-selling toys of all time. All and time. they're not generic things. Like, we're not, we don't have, like, a ball on there or anything like that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh. These are name-branded. Yes, so that, they uh, definitely are. Brand. A pool noodle. Pool, the pool noodle is on the list. It's actually number one plus. No, it's not. <laughs> Connects. Connects are not on there. And, and and I think it's easy to overthink these things sometimes. <gasps> Slinky. Slinky did not make Man. the list. But you're you're barking up the right tree. Mm. Now you kinda no. you kinda got Rubik's some you're you're in the ballpark. Say that again? 
Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube is number five on oh, the wow. list. Yeah. yeah. What year did Rubik's Cube come out? 1964. Uh, 74. Oh, that's oh, close. 1974. Yeah. You were 10 years off. Just I 10 got, years off. I was only the, one digit off. only got one digit off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steven's a good Rubik's Cube guy. Yeah. He's I've pretty good at solving them. My fair share of yeah. Rubik's Cubes. What else you guys got? What else goes on the list? Uh, Etch-a-Sketch. Etch-a-Sketch is number 10. Oh. Yeah. Etch-a-Sketch, okay. the Ohio Art Company. I'm pretty sure that's all Ohio Art makes. I can't think of any other Ohio Art products. Wait, in, in, the, in the same vein, what about the one that's got the... Uh, the bright? No. The Spirograph? The guy's got the face and oh, the like, oh, oh, the, the, the magnetic, the, the, the ma- yeah, Marvin or what? Wally, Wooly, 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 I don't think Willy. I don't think any toy made it to this list that sells exclusively in the Cracker Barrel gift shop. So not that little weasel that's on the ball that <laughs> no. rolls around. What no. about the what about the ignoramus game? Whatever yeah, the, it is. The, the yeah the the peg game the yeah. Try, yeah that uh, that one that's just yo yo just missed out at eleven. The Duncan yo 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 is not on the list. Oh, that's a good one though. That is a good one. A really good one. What okay? What about this? No, the, the, what about a stick with the little the little uh, the ring that you play with? The kids played with back in the day. The I don't know what that's called. Stick? Poop stick. Poop stick. Poop stick. Is that what it's called? It's I don't know. The one that would show like little kids in their knickerbockers yes. in like 1912 yes. running down the road Are holding you a stick. <laughs> yes. That episode in Parks and Rec. <laughs> Look, my hoop, Leslie. My hoop. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. The people uh, who like Parks and Rec. Think, I like Parks think and Rec. Think 1980s. There's some from the 80s. We have some from the 60s on here. What well, did we say Transformers yet? We did not say Transformers, and it's not on the list. Wow. You can believe it. Oh, yeah. What wow. even came out in the 60s? Everything. Uh, I'll uh, give you a hint. Think uh, little boys like these toys, and um, they... Brats. Brats are it. The Bratz dolls. No. <laughs> Just because I had one doesn't mean... <laughs> <laughs> Just because I had a My Little Pony and a Bratz doll doesn't mean... I did have a Bratz doll. Uh, no, I know. I'm just. I, I'm not making fun of you, but I am a little bit. It's Brat for boys. Brat's boys for boys. <laughs> Those are not for boys. It's an action figure. They were called punks with a Z. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do BB guns count? BB guns do not count. Red, Red Rider BB you gun. Eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> That's what uh, biggest toy of the '80s. Come on, you guys. Biggest toy of the '80s. That uh, was obviously uh, the, the Batman the, toy. Caused uh, absolute panic. People were were storming toy stores. They were rioting to get these things for the kids. Wasn't it, was, it, um, it was the precursor to that. Tickle me, Elmo. Was it pre- the Princess Unicorn? <laughs> yes. My horn it's even, it's even the sky. It's even um, better than I imagined it would be. Um, what's it? Better than I'd hoped. Why can't I think of anything from the 80s that's not transformed? Which is really funny because this has already been mentioned on the show tonight. Was it Cabbage Patch? It was Cabbage Patch. Oh. Xavier Roberts and his freaky little Which dolls. Which one is that? Which number oh, one is that? That was number nine. Number nine. Are, uh, number nine. are number Beanie nine. Babies on there? Beanie Babies did not make this list. Those things went. Those things went. Uh, here's another one. This one's... Still very popular because they keep coming out with new iterations of it. Wait. Um, it was considered a toy, although now it might be more of an electronic device. But when it when it first came out, it was categorized with toys. Electronic football? Electronic football is a garbage toy. Yeah, it's a garbage yeah, toy. It's, 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 it's not a video game, is it? Is it a Game Boy? It might be. Is it a Game Boy? Color? Nintendo Entertainment System? It was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, See, I wasn't thinking video games. I wasn't games. thinking electronics. Then the PlayStation 2. Yeah, well, actually, uh, the, the Nintendo being the precursor, I don't know if it reaps in the benefits of all the subsequent Nintendos or not, but Nintendo Entertainment System's on this list. PlayStation is not. Huh. Wow. And it may just be the number, not only of consoles that were sold, but also the number of games that were sold. Okay. Very true. Because well. Nintendo had a crazy amount of games. Yeah. And there was really no competition for them at yeah. the time. Number seven, a toy line that came out in the 1960s, but was repopularized when it was reimagined in the 80s. Would that be G.I. Joe? It was G.I. Joe. Really? Real American I, I, I hero. Have an, yeah. I have an original G.I. Joe at my house. Nice. Number like, seven on the list with Kung Fu Grip. 
Full, full size, like it's like a Barbie doll. Just size. see how much it's, it's worth. Here's one, number six. You might not think of it as a as a toy, but it's a definitely a toy brand, and they have a variety of things. Started out as actually as a ball, uh, but more people now uh, recognize it from maybe some of their weapons of warfare. Um, nerf, nothing beats a nerf. Uh, really? Well, you know what they say it's nerf or, or it's nothing. nothing. That's right. Um, 1978 toy line, very very popular even today. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh. Now you guys recognize 1978. Uh, the movie did come out in 1977, but yeah. they did not anticipate the demand for the toys. No. So that's th- why. So there were no toys until the next year. That's also why George Lucas made Barbie. There yeah. was um, they, when they when the movie came out, they released a cardboard diorama that you could buy that was like the holiday uh, guarantee pack that you could buy. It was like a holiday preview or a, a, a reserve pack. So you would get the figures in the line and then that exclusive diorama because they weren't made in time to sell them for Christmas. Mm. So Christmas morning, kids would open up their present and it would be a cardboard gift certificate for Star Wars toys when oh they eventually gosh. come out. When, when they were when they were making, finishing up uh, A New Hope, uh, George Lucas already was talking about doing toys, and Mark Hamill asked if he could get one of every toy that they made, and he still gets shipments of. He has every single Star Wars store ever made unopened in a warehouse. And Mark Hamill's a big collector of, yeah. uh, of a lot of different things. Uh, all right, so we're still missing the number three after Star Wars, before Lego. Um, it's a small, small boys' toy. That's why I don't. And uh, yes, that's like I mean, a but toy it's not necessarily for, for boys. Anybody no, can play but with I mean, these things. I grew up with like. Three sisters. So. Is that a bat? It, uh, they still sell them. They're Jacks. Only, they're only about a dollar each. Mm. Some of them Playing are cards. super, super, super collectible. Baseball cards? No. No. Pokemon cards. No, they're not any kind of cards. Oh. These are toys. Uh, po- Pokemon toys. Pogs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pogs. They still sell them. What can they're you get for a dollar now? I, I know, exactly. That's why it's so unique. And there, and there are just... I- they are Hot, Hot Wheels, Wheels, Nick Sadler. Oh, yeah. Very good. Hot Wheels cars came out in 1968. I, I did have a, a huge collection of Hot Wheels toys till I was about 10 or 11. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> well, you get one for a dollar. I, ha- I still have some Hot Wheels. I will still go into toy stores today and see people, like adults, that will go in there and go through every single peg of the Hot Wheels looking for rare Hot Wheels toys because uh, they're very collectible. We sell mm-hmm. we sell Hot Wheels at my job at the Pep Boys that I work at, and people I've seen grown men come yeah, in. Yeah, oh yeah, and they'll grab like the limited edition like Star Wars ones, and uh, they got some really cool uh, so some cool stuff. There. I have in a trunk in my house. I don't know that they're made by Hot Wheels, but they're the uh, the miniature, uh, whatever one sixty fourth scale or whatever that that scale Matchbox. is for the cars. Yeah, similar to Matchbox. Um, they're the WCW branded cars. Oh, that's so cool. I, and I have like even stupid like deep cut ones. So I have like Goldberg and Sting and Bret Hart, and then I have like La Parka. And like oh. all the, really Rey Mysterio, all the different themed cars from WCW. That was kind of fun. Uh, so some honorable mention ones. They didn't make the top ten list, but great toys. Um, rolls downstairs, a loner in pairs. Everybody loves the sleigh games. Log. Slinky. Oh. Or log. I will take that too. <laughs> um, how about this one? The uh, instant insomnia for children. It's a peg board. You put the pegs in. Light bright. A light bright. Oh, you know what? That'd be a good email address. Shut up, Steven. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever play with American Girl dolls? You weren't a doll kid, were you, Jackie? No, not so much. Have you so seen much. these American Girl I've dolls? I've seen them, yeah. I've known people that collect them. I'm, yeah. I don't, they scare me. They're expensive. Yeah. They are. And not only are the dolls expensive, but they, the accessories that they sell for them, that's where oh, they yeah. get you. Yeah. Because. My, sorry, my cousin, uh, she's, well, now she's in high school, but um, she was alive in the 2000s. She was born and grew up in the 2000s. She loved American Girl dolls when yeah. she was growing up. 
which is crazy because I thought that they were something that like people maybe our age or older like, but these things continue to this day. Yeah, they still have to stores. Be, like, yeah, like big yeah, stores. Big stores and big money of just American Girl dolls. Do you have an Easy Bake Oven? It did. Cook little brownies with a light bulb I don't or whatever. Think we ever actually did it because my parents never got the materials to let us use it. That was one That's of the saddest story. I feel so sad for you right now. That's okay. Jackie, we're going to have an easy bake baking day and we're going to oh, make crappy great. brownies. I would love I, that. I, it's going to happen. I was wondering one of that's because I was a little chubby boy. And Okay, so little chubby boys everywhere rejoice when you can you have a, a, a toy that provides you with food, oh, right? So cool. There was a, there was one. It was like creepy crawly. Like, <gasps> yes. Do you remember yes! those? Yes! And you could make little gummies and stuff like that. Yes, I always wanted. I never had it. <laughs> I, I also remember that, and then also the like the make your own crayon thing where you can oh, like melt yeah. them. I actually really got cool. one of those as a kid. I just not remember. Anytime that. you could make so like, remember the Play-Doh Fun Factory? Yes. And you would put it through and like, look, it's spaghetti now. So cool. I used to love those things. My favorite like. I'm going to play with this toy and it's going to make me food. I don't know if you guys remember this or if it even existed in your generation. Was the Snoopy snow cone machine? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And it was like you take one ice cube and just grind it for 30 oh. minutes and it'll give you a thimble <laughs> full of like icy. Worth oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It was like the the least payoff for the most maximum work. But we had an icy machine. We had one of those like toy icy machines that you could make. You can put little toppings on it. Masters of the Universe was a big one for me. I did love He Man. I know that you you weren't a He Man guy. No. Watch the Toys That Made Us episode about He Man. It's really cool. Um, when I was so when I was in college, a big thing when I was kind of recollecting toys and, and, and investing in toys with my own money. Todd McFarlane started coming out with those toys. Oh that he yeah. Did. And he did not only like the Spawn figures. He did all those sports pick. Yeah, figures I have too. several of those. Oh. Yeah, those are really cool, and they're yeah. they're really well done. For the, the, most the, part. the likenesses and the oh, yeah. even the licensing, like getting all the shoes and the different products that that are branded. I have four Mc, McFarlane toys, and they're all like players from the New Orleans Saints. Does anyone remember the uh, the, the Bop It? Bop Twist it. it, Twist It, yeah, Squeeze hey, It, hold it. I love that one. I'm ah! going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the little. Um, the thing you put on your your ankle. Skip and it, like, skip, skip it. it, skip it, skip it. I love. Uh, skip I did not remember it. skip it because I was never coordinated enough to get to actually start going. <laughs> I never remember skip it because I was too fat to get my ankle through that little tiny hole. Uh, so there was there was other ones. There was one. Uh, boy, I, I wish I could remember what it's called. Somebody out there in the squad is going to have to remind me. But it was like a ball, and then it had a, a disc that was sitting on top of it that you would sit on, and then there was another ball on top, and you would just sit and bounce on it. Yes. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh no, I don't know about the disc one. I know I like the little, it's like the big ball that has like a little handle. the handle on it. No, this was yeah. like this was almost like two balls with a disc like it was a round disc that you could sit on it um, huh. and you would sit on it and bounce uh, there was lots of ones different ones like that I mean, we used to have big wheels which were like tricycles oh, but big wheels are so cool with plastic tires that would, like never had traction or yeah. whatever uh, what I always wanted when I was a kid I never got was power wheels do you remember the little the, the electronic yes. cars that you could yes. get yes I used to always want those I never could I also had I had a bunch of Power Rangers toys I but I Oh, sorry, go ahead. The Power Rangers toys when I had grown up, they um, they they started re-releasing them a couple of years ago with the heads that flipped. Yeah, inside so out. you'd press a button, so dumb looking, and it would man. flip. So you'd like morph them, and they would flip, and from a regular head to the head with the, the helmet on. That's cool. And uh, I still have the Red Ranger one somewhere, but I had all of them, and I lost most of them. Yeah, those those were not particularly well done. There yeah. and the ones that they have now look really really cool, but those yeah. ones were bad because they were and big and, and bulky, really bulky to accommodate like the chest. to accommodate where the head would flip exactly. in and out. Yeah. If we're talking about Star. Our, uh, Wars, uh, Power Rangers toys. One of my favorite, favorite toys growing up. I had a full size like Megazord where it had like 
the five different toys that you could put together so come one big toy with all due respect though I, I'm gonna go back to the days when I had Voltron that was with all the different lions that would mm -hmm. come together that was the jam so you had five lions I had five different animals yeah yeah. he had the rip but mine was Voltron <laughs> fair enough that's, that's true uh, and and doesn't matter nothing lions or different animals none of them can beat when six construction vehicles come together to form oh, Devastator so cool. <laughs> did uh, you have Devastator Heck yeah, I had Devastator. <laughs> yeah, I had Devastator. Don't try me on that. I, man, Transformers were not a weakness for me. I had a lot of them. Transformers are cool. So then you had like the non-character toys that you could get. Like the ones that weren't necessarily based on a cartoon show, but they were just a lot of fun. Ooh. Do you guys remember Koosh Balls? No, I think are those so. Like the ones that like squeeze and like, no, they're like the little slot, like ball, the little balls, but they had like a bunch of like fuzzies on the they're end. Of it. it was almost like oh, it was yeah. made of like rubber band strings. Yes, I know yeah. those are talking about. Yeah, I had a couple of those. Push balls were a lot of fun. I like um, you guys ever do sock and boppers? No, but I wanted those when I was a kid. And Tell me what a sock and bopper it's, is. Okay, so like they're like Giant, inflatable, inflatable um, like cylinders. Boxing and you, you use them like boxing gloves and you punch each other. Moon boots? No. I moon was shoes. literally about to say moon shoes. We had those too. We had moon shoes. shoes. I never had moon they shoes. Were, I never had those cool toys. Dangerous. Yeah, because you were literally on like a foot high platform on like a, like a small trampoline for each foot. How did that How did that get approved? I don't know. Oh. So many toys like, were dangerous. That, <laughs> we talked about the Easy Bake Oven. That's a pretty dangerous toy. It's a light bulb. It's just a light bulb that cooks it. The, it the freaking moon boots are like a hospital visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better not be on concrete. If Pogo sticks. I'm just saying. Like, oh so gosh. Okay, so here's one that maybe I don't remember some of these. So Okay, I remember Micro Machines. Do you guys remember yes. Micro Machines? Yeah. Um, I, I, some of these are a little bit after my time. Beyblade? Beyblade. <gasps> I never oh, had one, but I know. That was after I had, my time. I'm sorry. I used to, I had, okay, so you could buy the arenas. It was basically tops. They were just like spinning tops. Oh, yeah. You could fight them against each other, and whoever stopped spinning first lost. I, sorry, I used to have um, the arena. You get like a big plastic, like probably the cheapest, you know, material made, like circular arenas. Yeah, it was just like some like press like poured mold arena yeah, thing. Yeah. But you but you would like pull this ripstick and it would and the it, from this like machine that you would load the Beyblade onto and it would spin it around and it would fall off when you pulled the stick. I had the electric one so it had like the character on the little screen. Steven Steven, cool. what were those toys that my son used to play with that were um they were like little balls and then you would like roll them out and they would hit their card and they would Bakugan. Bakugan, that's right. I, my brothers had Bakugan. They You're were welcome. Cool. I'm glad I gave you Thank you Steven. I appreciate you being there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Bakugan. That was weird. He, my son liked all those stupid things like Mighty Beans. Yeah. Dude, I had Mighty Beans. Mighty Beans were cool. I had a Thor and everything. A, Mar a Marvel Thor. His son had cool? all of the Mighty Beans. My I son, even had yeah. a little thing. I had like he even had a song like Mighty Beans, Mighty Beans. Christian loves the Mighty Beans. That's so That's kind of And he's going to be so happy that you yeah, put that on gonna, the internet for he's everybody. Be great. Um, Zuzu Pets? No, I never had I, I've heard I, of those. I never yeah. had them. They were like I little hamsters that drove cars or whatever. Zuzu Pets are garbage and they don't stop talking. They talk? They make the Little and like the little hamster noises. Actually, that go yeah, again? now that I remember, Ari had some and I hated that thing because it never stopped. Right? They just keep making noise. Don't I ever buy we, it. I think we purposely took the batteries out because we were just tired <laughs> of it. That's what it comes down to. Every Ari's single like, time. it's broken. I'm like, oh, well. Oh, no. oh the hamster, the, the Zuzu the oh, pet no. ran away. It went on a cruise to Jamaica. It's so funny because that's what we used to have to do with my sisters with their real hamsters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like we're gonna go, we're gonna go bring Harvey the one Wonder Hamster back to nature. We, I remember, we brought Harvey back to. Well, this is a true story. We brought Harvey back to Turkey Lake Park and we set him free. And I'm like, that hamster is gonna be dead before we bake it back to the car. Like, oh and then I was on it. The owl, owl just scoops down. No. Sorry, Scotty. Um, 
he was one. So here's another toy, which they're really weird, and I think they're really stupid. But then you play with them, and they're actually kind of fun. Hex bugs? Hex bugs are weird. I've seen them. They're like little like microchip looking things. They're microchip things with like little hairbrushes on the bottom of them. They're they're about an inch and a half long, and then you just turn them on, and they just vibrate. Just it's just vibration. Nope. But you can put them on these little racetracks, and they'll go through like these little environments, almost like they have yeah. tracks and ladders and spinny things and stuff. Kind of like it, an artificial ant farm. It's real. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Do you guys ever have a Stretch Armstrong? I love my Stretch Armstrong. My friends did. I never had. I used one. to have some like that where you you like be able to move them around and pull them different ways. Did I had one that was clear. That it was clear, and you could see the guts on the inside of him like you could see his yeah. organs and stuff like that and without question i would always pull it just a little too hard and then that goo would come out it ripping the armpit Ooh. right and i had I actually had the uh mr fantastic from the first Fa- fantastic four movie that's cool stretch armstrong which was really cool uh i also i had um i had a gigapet i don't know if that's a toy is that like a tamagotchi yeah it's like an off-brand tamagotchi it was like 10 bucks cheaper so that's the one my parents got me oh was it worse than a tamagotchi somehow? i don't know mine died uh, like constantly died because of lack of care. I or? played with it for like a day, and then I don't think I touched it again. One time, I found a Tamagotchi at Disney World. I never bought one, but I found one and I kept it. But there was no instructions with it, so I was never 100 percent sure if I was taking care of the thing or not. Oh no! Yeah, so it died. But I don't know if it was because I just didn't know what I was doing, or if I was just bad at it, or. Okay, let's good. take it back to a super simple crazy time. Okay, like <laughs> low budget toys, like crazy low budget toys. The little stack of wooden blocks with the yarn throughout it, and then you would hold it a certain way, and it would just clack, 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 oh. clack, clack, fall Jacob's down. Jacob's Ladder. Is that what that is? I think that's what it's called. I always sure. thought those were kind of cool. You don't yeah, know what those, that is? Those were kind of cool. I, I think I know what you're talking about. The best about. one was when you do it like really fast and go, or like the little like cup with the string and had a ball and you have to get it in the, the paddle ball with yeah. the yeah. paddle ball and then it would break what about the uh the penny racers where you could like bring them back and you have to put a penny in them and make them go forward yeah that's yeah. pretty cool yeah. you have to pay to use my own toy <laughs> <laughs> well if you only have to use one at a time you only have to use one penny yeah the so so all of these these toys are like bringing back memories for me because I love toys. I, I love Toy Story toys. In fact, it was probably Toy Story that got me back into collecting toys. Um, so so from from the time I've been in college through today, I've collected Star Wars toys, Star Trek toys. Uh, I, I have uh, Muppet toys. I've got two whole shelves filled with the Palisades Muppet line in my house. Um, I, I've got video game toys. I've got Marvel superhero toys, DC superhero toys, all of the Arkham video game toys. Um, Funko Pops are huge right now. Yeah. Uh, if you want to count those as toys and collectibles, I mean, there and they're a nightmare because they've mm-hmm. got every line, every fandom you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And each yeah. time you're like, I'm not going to get any more. They come out with and something else that you're going to want. Like, oh, I thought God. I was done, and then they and made they, tombstones. they dragged me back in with the toy store. The, the toys they did the um the, the office. It was the office ones, man. It's like, come on, guys, the ones are awesome. bringing me back into this kind We're of stuff. We're looking for Golden Face. Looking for Golden Face. I'm looking for Prison Mike. That's what. Oh, I'm, yeah. That's my hunt I think right Mike's now. Got that. The um. So, so my my journey through collecting toys uh, continued to escalate. It started with, hey, I'm satisfied just kind of buying this or buying this or buying this, and it got to where the price of the toys got higher. I started collecting the uh, the the 12 inch Kenner Star Wars figures, and man, those things got up to like thirty dollars each. And it was like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy it. Uh, and and there was there's so many toys. I collected the Marvel Legends for a long time, and they had the yeah. big build of figures. Uh, but it, 
just the, the insatiable need for toys and like collecting and having cool, awesome things uh, until finally my collection just ran over so much. I just had shelves on shelves on shelves of just displays and it was a, a cluttered, a mess. My wrestling toys and my Marvel, uh, just so many different things. So I decided I was going to be focused on my toy collection. Instead of just buying quantity, I was going to go for quality. Um, my wife got me into this thing called the, uh, the Hot Toys. And she pre-ordered for Christmas for me uh, several years ago the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman and Jack Nicholson Joker. And uh, so, so, cool. so for Christmas, I opened up a piece of paper that oh, said when they, it was a gift certificate. <laughs> it was like the Star Wars uh, preview. So I, uh, so I got that saying when they come out, like in March or whatever, you're gonna have these. I couldn't believe it. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. believe that she would do that because these they were expensive. Mm-hmm. So that w- at that time, they were like hundred and eighty dollars each. Oh man, that's for nice a toy. Now. <laughs> which yeah, which the the price of them has gone up and up and up, especially as the licensing has gone up and up. And, and the quality, I mean, even the quality looks the, crazy. They get through the roof, so they've got like they're completely photorealistic like if you're looking at them it looks like you're looking at a photo of the character of the mm-hmm. actor um, they, they have a lot of them have real hair real real I mean amazingly scaled stitch clothing accessories just the box is just filled 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 more accessories for these figures than you'll ever 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 use and uh, and I have a huge collection of these hot toys right now um, I probably have close to 70 hot toys wow wow I didn't know that which is a lot it's a lot so that yep. that she she opened the door and it just kind of snowballed <laughs> on me um, but the other day a box showed up here at the church and the box was mighty big. It was probably as big as you, Jackie, as oh, tall right. as you, Jackie. And uh, it was cumbersome and heavy. And I brought it home. It was a, a Hot Toys deli- now. And, and now I've I've collected from the Marvel universe all of the Avengers. I've collected from DC all of the characters from the Dark Knight movies. I've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got the Christopher Reeve Superman. I've got the Henry Cavill Superman. Uh, Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. I, I've just got Hot Toy after Hot Toy after Darth Hot Vader. Toy. I, I've got the Luke. the Luke Skywalker. Walker. I've got the the Adam West Batman. I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. I've got uh, Daredevil from Netflix. I've got Marty McFly and the full scale DeLorean. Yes, it uh, is. I've just got all these hot toys. So this one came in, and we we actually did an unboxing of it the other day. Uh, you're, you can see this probably around this time on our YouTube channel, Nerdagotcast on YouTube. Uh, but we did an unboxing of the Iron Man Hall of Armor, and it is all it's a seven piece set of a giant lit up holographic uh, armor cases for me to put the Mark One through the Mark Seven. Oh, in that's awesome! With a staging platform in the front, with Tony Stark Where standing are you on it. Put that. Uh, well, I didn't know how big it was going to be until I opened it. So you kicked oh, your son no. out of his room. Right now, <laughs> we have no, like, it, there's no surface in our, there's one surface in our house that's big enough to hold it. There's no shelf in our house. It, 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 it When it's put together, it is a, a little over five feet wide wow. and two feet deep from front to back. That's wow. So cool. Yeah, and Nick and I had talked about this a long time ago. I was going to see if Nick could help me, like, make one uh, when they because they were so hard to find. And even when you could find them, they were so expensive. Uh, but I did finally end up getting uh, getting my hands on on seven of them, put them together, and it is a monstrous beast. It to me is the adult version of the USS Flag, which was the GI Joe aircraft carrier that you know almost nobody had this thing. It was oh, like yeah. seven feet long, and it was a, a big big deal. So uh, so we, we watch this video on YouTube, and you can see us unboxing it. You can see how monstrously huge it is. It is really cool. So it's on my pool table right now. I figured because it's the only place yeah. in my house where it can go. That makes sense. Uh, so it, it's it's a beast. So, uh, Nick, we're going to have to find some time and build a shelf, man. 
because it is a monster. But man, just get rid of your TV. Put it where just your TV put is. it where the TV is. We'll watch that. It's too big. It's too big for <laughs> where my TV is. So uh, we'll, we'll have to figure something out. But um, but man, I love getting new toys. I love opening new toys. Um, and when I think about toys, and I think, I mean, I don't. How do you how do you spiritualize a conversation like this, right? Um, Jackie, you didn't have a lot of toys when you were growing up. Nah. When I first became a Christian. Um, I was 13 years old, and I remember the family that kind of crossed over with us that helped us to get into church and, and was a part of our journey into finding Christ. Uh, she had two young sons, and she was very strict on what he could and could not play with, what they could play with. Uh, I remember Ninja Turtles were, like, completely, strictly forbidden. Oh, really? Yeah, they couldn't play with Ninja Turtles. I don't remember why. If it was because they used Eastern mysticism or because they had three fingers or they were violent. I don't know. Maybe violent. But um, I, I remember even going to a Christian bookstore right after I got saved and seeing a book called like the devil in the toy box or something like that it had a picture of he-man and skeletor on the cover and and like christians have villainized a lot of these things i don't know that i fully understand why uh from that perspective why he-man was particularly evil or villainous uh, i remember for a while power rangers were the thing like christians shouldn't watch power rangers because they're they morph or something i don't know why they call upon the souls of dead dinosaurs yeah, that's know. why I've never watched Power Rangers. So, so you did you grow up kind of having those restrictions in your oh, life, yeah. Nick? Oh yeah. Did you ever kind of understand why? Uh, no, not really. I just knew that I wasn't allowed to watch them. Huh. Like, like Power Rangers, Harry Potter. Yeah. So so lot. yeah, exactly. So a lot of these toys then kind of were 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 no fly. I never really understood that. So I tried to look at like what the Christian alternative is to these things, and um, I didn't really find one. Even when my son was was little and I wanted to have like good Christian toys, aside from some limited VeggieTales branded uh, products, I had I had the Larry Boy Larry Mobile. My son had the uh, the Sumo of the Opera playset. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a later one, but that's awesome. But um, I, so I looked today on Amazon.com. I just did a quick search for uh, Christian toys on Amazon, um, and and we're gonna discover this together. They have a uh, a Fisher Price Little People Christmas Story, kind of like a nativity thing. That's cute. They have Operation, the the board game Operation. But it's Noah's Ark edition. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I don't know if you're like trying to remove the donkey from the ark or something like that. Uh, <laughs> lots of Noah's Ark toys. Lots of puppets that they have on there. Uh, here is a it's a knockoff Lego Christmas Jesus Christ water wine bread fish toy. Mm. Custom shorter, made. Sh- shorter name? I want a bread fish toy. It's a bread fish toy. You guys say the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, again, it, it seems like if you're a Christian kid, you're pretty much going to be playing with different versions of Noah's Ark. That's what you have there. Uh, here's one. It's called Tales of Glory. Jesus feeds the, and it's a it's a Jesus toy and a little boy and a basket of bread, so that you can replay that scene over and over does again. Does the bread like does the basket like flip over and it's like full again? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, like, I'm not wowed by these things. And I want to know why it is that like these toys, when we're watching He-Man or we're watching Transformers or whatever, these things capture our imagination. But why is it like most of what I'm seeing here are sticker sheets and puppets? Oh, here's finger puppets. That's fun. Um, it sounds very There's Sunday so school. many great stories that you can pull from in the Bible, though, that like you can make great toys from like, David and Goliath. You could do a David and Goliath toy. The three. Like the lion's den. Like Ben and Naya fighting a lion. Killing it. I think part of the reason was probably due to any, they wanted to refrain from anything violent. 
So you have like David and Goliath, where you can chop off Goliath's head after you throw it. Like they probably wanted well, I mean, to refrain from stuff like not that. Not put chopping off his head, but you can still have like action figures. Here's or one: it's it's Daniel with. in the lion's den. It's Daniel, and he's got like a praying posture, so he doesn't even have articulation. He oh. comes with mm-hmm. a wall with a little hole in it and a lion. It's not. It doesn't wow me though. Like if I'm a kid and I get that, it's like giving me a GoBot. I'm gonna tell you like, oh, thanks, Grandma. I don't want this. This doesn't excite me. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna play with it for a second while Grandma's watching, and I'm gonna throw it aside, and I'm gonna go back to playing with my GI Joes. Well, you said the, the nativity scene, and then that. It sounds like they're like you're not getting toys. You're getting a diorama. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Um, it's the WWE Elite Collection Christian action figure. <laughs> it is a Christian. I don't toy. think that's from the Bible. Is Chris Jericho on there? Christian Chris Jericho. So I'm, I'm trying to find out, like, like why why is it that as, as Christians we've missed the toy boat? You know what I mean? Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Why why is it that we, I mean, is it just because it's not profitable because we don't have a cartoon show? A- am I Probably missing it? it? Are there cool Christian toys and I just don't know what they are? I didn't grow up a Christian, so by, I was 15 when I got saved, so I have no idea like what the alternative would have been see for me growing up at, like as like a you know one of the christians that goes to church on holidays um i i grew up with the veggie tale stuff so i had some pretty cool toys but other than that like i didn't have like a bible man action figure or anything like that i had a okay that's my son did, a, did have a bible man action figure bible man was a cool thing because okay so if you're playing with noah and the ark there's one story yeah. There, yeah. You can't deviate from that. You can like alternate re- history. You can't alternate history. You know what I mean? It's not like if oh, you don't know a foul. Jesus walking the, the little Jesus walking on the water playset where it's like got Peter in a boat and then a little Jesus there. You can't have it where Peter gets out and drowns this time. Like there's no plan B. You know, you can't like you. You can't have oh, Megatron won this time. It's, I'm just thinking of Noah Fell and then like <laughs> the donkeys took over the earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I don't like like. But a Bible man figure, Bible man, you could have conflict. And, and, and maybe the, the 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 idea is when you have a story that's kind of got this foregone conclusion, you got David and Goliath and David can't win, but God comes in and kind of cheats to help David win, right? It, like, does that take away the idea of the, the challenge or the fun? I don't, I don't know. Like, where's the thrill to that? But with Bible Man, I can have Bible Man fight against just about anybody. The Bible yeah. Man was was actually pretty cool because the scale of it, you could have him fight against wrestlers. You can have fight against Masters of Universe toys. Uh I mean, he look he looks very similar to like, kind of like to that like dark nighty. Yeah, he's got a kind of Batman, Batman sort of vibe. Minus the ears. Yeah, but but and that was cool. And you can make your own adventures, and that could play. You you can use your imagination. Imagination play, I think, is so cool, so important for kids. Yeah. And I think that when they don't have that ability to sort of use their imagination as Christians, that they're gonna let the the whatever toy line is out there do the heavy lifting for them. And that seems like a shame, doesn't it? Yeah. That sounds, I don't want to say lazy, but that seems like like they could be more active in that. I would I would think so. Uh, if you were going to have a Bible toy, what Bible toy would you want to have? Samson. Why? That'd be pretty cool. It'd be like one of those ones like Barbie dolls where you'd like you could pull their arm down and their hair grows out again and you cut it. <laughs> and it comes with a he comes with a donkey's jawbone as, as like one of the that has a replaceable head where it has no eyes. Oh, oh. yeah, interchangeable. And then and then he get a set and it comes with two pillars. Yeah, and a and chair and, and, and a bunch of philistines and then you can just let it fall on them. Wow, that, was, that got dark. <laughs> it did. Uh, I would wish to stick with the other, the other one. I want a whale hand puppet. And you can just make them swallow up. <laughs> oh, like the like Jonah the ones they did with like the little lady who swallowed the fly, and they had like the little 
puppet toys you can put in her. What Bible toy would you have now? Uh, like, I love the idea of, like, the David's Mighty Men of Honor. That, like, they could totally make, like, a, a cool, like, action figure line. I mean, you make, like, you know who the bad guys are in that situation. Yeah, but we, we, it's like, and you can read more about this story in the Book of Kings, which is the Bible's Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> At least, well, I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm not saying get, it's bad. It's a starting point. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the Bible adventures maybe might not be kid-friendly. <laughs> You're basing it on that uh, kind of stuff. There's a, I'm, So I'm on this website right now called BibleToys.com, and they have a button that says action figures, and these are actually kind of cool. So they have Spirit Warrior David, Spirit Warrior Goliath, Joshua, uh, Lami, uh, they have Leviathan, so you get a, you get a big old giant dragon. That's kind of nice. cool. That's kind of cool. There's hard play sets. Let's see what hard play sets are here. It's the intense stuff. <laughs> it's like the ones. Well, they have hard play sets and soft play sets. So I'm curious as to what the difference is. The hard play sets are okay. So you have a nativity play set. You have, okay. So you have like a Galilee boat with 15 pieces. So you have the, the boat, the disciples. That's pretty cool. So wait, some... you get all the disciples? Yeah. That's kind of cool. And it's only $30. Even Judas? That's not bad. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Huh. Uh, you got Moses and the the ten plagues. That's kind of cool. Wait, wait, okay, okay. So having like a Moses and like a Ramses, that could be really cool. So I don't know. Okay, so if you want some 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 Christian toys, do take a look at BibleToys.com. Not a sponsor, but they they might be a cool place to start with some neat resources for you guys there. Um, well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up and try to make this a little bit spiritual because it's late and it's it's hot and it's time to go home. Uh, but we're gonna do something a little bit different. Oh. Because uh, when you're a toy collector, and I'm a toy collector, uh, when you're a toy collector, there's one important question that you have to answer. There's one important thing that you have to consider, and that is when you get your toys, when you get your Funko Pops. You collect Pops, Jackie? Pops are given to me. Okay. You you <laughs> so you have a collection of Pops? I do. Do you leave them in the box or do you take them out of the box? There are a couple that are out of the box and then a few that I have kept within their box. What's the difference? The ones that I keep in the boxes are the ones I know for sure are going to like definitely gain value later. And then the other ones are <laughs> ones that I just really want to display on like my desk. Well, here's the thing. I'm not trying to knock on, try to keep it, but there was a time when people were for certain that Beanie Babies are going to skyrocket in value. Um, that's why I opened my pops because, uh, you know, if they're going to skyrocket in value... I'm gonna. I still want to enjoy them. So there's differences of opinions on this one, and and that's okay. I'm not here to say who's right and who's wrong, but everybody has a way that they think is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. So tonight, in the style of the 1980s book series, we're going to allow people to choose their own adventure. Oh. This episode is going to end one of two ways. It's going to end with the toys come out of the box and play with, or toys stay in the box for their value. So if you want to hear the spiritual hook about leaving it in the box, fast forward to this timestamp. One hour, five minutes, 12 seconds. But if you think that it should be opened up and played with and enjoyed, then right now we're going to take you to a spiritual angle, okay? So uh, the unsealed, opened out of the box action figure is useful. It's playable. And in these moments, I do think about Toy Story 2. I think about the difference between Woody and Stinky Pete. 
Woody was out of the box, mm-hmm. which diminished his resale value, according to, to Big Al, right. right? Was it Al's Toy Barn? Yeah. According to Al from Al's Toy Barn, it, it reduced his resale value, but uh, he was so rare and so wonderful. But what we know as people who know the Toy Story universe was that Woody's value was not in his asking price. Woody's value was in the love that he experienced from Andy. Mm-hmm. And then eventually... Right? <laughs> and then eventually from... Um, Molly. Molly. Yeah. Uh, so, to me, when we look at our faith and we look at it as something that is designed to be opened up and used, not something that's a monument, not something that's uh, just a, a trophy thing, like, hey, I'm a believer in Jesus and I'm going to leave that on the shelf there and, and it'll watch it go up in value. We're going to leave it pristine and untouched. I think about the guy who, the, the, the servants that get the talents and the third one that says, I'm going to bury this because I just don't want it to diminish at all. Uh, Yes, there is a way of preserving something, but then when you preserve it in the same breath, you're also losing the purpose that it was given to you for. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know if this is the tree you're barking up, but like what keeps coming to mind as you're talking is in, in James when he says faith without works is dead. Sure. Like if we're not going to take our faith out and play with it, it's not going to accomplish much. Yeah. And when we were, again, likewise, Ephesians 2, when he says we're God's handiwork, we were uh, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Like God made us to do a thing. Like he prepared those things in advance for us. It was like God bought the vehicles and the play sets, and then he bought the action figures uh, in order for us to apply ourselves to those things. So yeah, like we have a purpose, we have a calling, and we're designed to be uh, put in the hands of God so that we can get the most out of us. I mean, we're, like our whole like mission is to go uh, to to know Christ and to you know make Him known to other people to go out into the world and be the light of the world. But if we don't go out and actually do that, if we don't you know reach out and tell people about Jesus, yeah, if or, we keep our light under a bushel, exactly, mm-hmm. then, then there's no way for that to happen. It'll be you know we'll have it all to ourselves, but. For what reason, you know? Yeah, exactly. First uh, Timothy chapter four, he, he says, "Don't neglect your gift." Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if if God has given us the opportunity to use something, then by golly, we should use it, and uh, and not that's just keep doing. it on the shelf. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So, uh, take it out, use it, get the most out of it. The wear and tear shows that you care, and uh, by golly, let Jesus write His name on your foot and uh, do great things for Him, because sometimes our faith needs to be taken out of the box. Mm-hmm. And that's all the time we have for tonight for the Nerd of God cast. Uh, Steve-O Supremo. Bye. Nick W. Sadler. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Big man Quentin Gregory Neff. Out of the box. And lovely lady mm-hmm. Lise Murray, wherever she is, I'm Tony T. Until next time, take it out of the box. Use it for God's glory. We ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. there's differences of opinions on this one and and that's okay i'm not here to say who's right and who's wrong but everybody has a way that they think is the right way to do it Mm -hmm. so tonight in the style of the 1980s book series we're going to allow people to choose their own adventure this episode is going to end one of two ways it's going to end with the toys come out of the box and play with or toys stay in the box for their value 
Some of you might say that there is a value in keeping our faith sealed, keeping it free from blemish, protected from the things of this world, protected from the things that might soil or stain or or wear down or uh, drain our batteries that God's given us. And I can understand that because there's something special. The Bible uses the word seal uh, very liberally in correlation with the Holy Spirit. Um, Stephen, do you remember a couple of years ago, we like to go Black Friday shopping. Yes. And um, we, because <laughs> Stephen and I are, um, I don't know how to Insane. describe it. Yeah. So not the Black Friday shopping. We had family over. We did this whole big thing. We had food. Oh, yes. But Stephen and I get really paranoid that everybody's going to come over and eat all of our food. So we bought... We had a second turkey. A second turkey. <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. Smoked. We had it smoked. It was brined, smoked, stuffed. It was a, I mean, it was as gorgeous a turkey as you can get. So we ate our big Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, first Thanksgiving. First Thanksgiving, <laughs> like the hobbits that we are. Second Thanksgiving? And then we, we looked at all of our advertisements. We charted our plan. We went out uh, Black Friday shopping. We knew we were going to come back. And when we got back, we were going to have a whole turkey to ourselves. Gonna be amazing. Going to be amazing. But you know what we did? We went out shopping shopping and got home and realized that we did not wrap that turkey up and properly store it. We just left it sitting out. We took it out to have a quick nibble. Took Left it on the counter. Left it on the counter. For, for about 15 hours. And uh, after a prompt looking up of the internet on whether or not turkey meat was good to eat after being left out room temperature for 15 hours, as it turns out, it's not. Unless you want to meet your new Thanksgiving friends, Sam and Ella. So, because we failed to seal this precious thing that went bad, you know, there's so many times when you look at stuff that God's given us and if we don't seal it, if we don't keep it protected, if we don't keep it locked up and and, and covered from the things of this world that want to use, abuse, and wear it all out, uh, if we don't allow ourselves to be preserved by the Holy Spirit, sustained, uh, you know, and, and unblemished, um, we're going to find that that we're not able to reflect God's glory the right way. Ephesians chapter 1, 13 and 14 says, you were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who's a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. If you've ever bought anything online, like on eBay or something like that, you know what MIB stands for, and it's not the men in black. Bradley? Wait, I'm, what is it? Well, I'm so confused. Mail in the box. Yeah. Man, man, man. Oh, I don't know. What were you saying? Okay. Say it again. If you've, <laughs> if you've ever tried to buy something online, it's very important if you want to buy it in a, in a new pristine order to see that it's marked MIB, which stands for mint in box. Oh, that makes more sense. Mint is, it means, mint condition means it's in the same exact yeah. condition it was when it was manufactured. And it smells great. And it smells great. Mint <laughs> means that it, it's never been touched. It's never been manipulated or moved or or, or defiled by, by human contact. Uh, when you see a box of something and it has like that safety seal on it, you know that it hasn't been broken open. It hasn't been contaminated. It hasn't been tampered with. And I think there's a benefit for us as Christians to remain uh, remain from a certain perspective sealed to the things of the world to make sure that that sin to make sure that worldliness to make sure that ungodliness doesn't get past the seal that the Holy Spirit gives us and uh, move us around use us abuse us and then just try to throw us back in the box so we can call ourselves new but even we're not God paid the price to make us 
new. Uh, Romans chapter 6, 3 and 4 says, Do you not know all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized to his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by his baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Sideshow Toy, which it's where I buy my hot toys from. Sideshow Toy has this weird policy that if you get something from them that's like a high-end collectible, but let's say it's defective, it's broken, it's whatever, they will send you a replacement. Do you know what you do with the one that you got originally? Whatever you want. You don't know. No, because they have to make sure that they're carefully controlling the inventory that exists in the world. You've got to take it and destroy it and video yourself destroying it. You have to take it out. You have to absolutely demolish it, break it so that no pieces are usable. So you'll see some people have posted videos of them with these statues or collectibles just smashing it with hammers, destroying this thing because they have to send that video in to prove that they destroyed it. Therefore, they can get the new replacement. Man, that's a perfect picture to me of Christianity where we have this this part of our old nature that was is no longer serving us. It was broken and defective. And Christ didn't come along and say, I'm just going to patch it up and give you a replacement part. He says, destroy it. Let it be crucified with me. Let it be buried into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we can walk in the newness of life. See, God wants us made new. He wants us new, sealed, mint in box, unsoiled and untainted by the things of this world because uh, God makes both us uh, and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us. He set his seal of ownership on us and he put a spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Your value will stay pristine. You will not diminish in value. If you stay mint in the box spiritually. Hmm. Any thoughts on that? It's a different take on our adventure. See? See? But even in the same way, if you keep some in the box, you got to dust it off. Well, you still have to care for it. You still have to care for it. You got to make sure the box stays good. But, you know, at the same time, protect it. Mm-hmm. Keep it keep it pristine. Keep it preserved. Uh, all those toys that I had when I was a kid, I love that I opened them up. I love that I got to play with them. But if you're seeing them on eBay right now, the difference between something that's been opened and something that's mint in box is yeah. astronomical. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. So uh, anything you look for. If you want something that's used, lightly used, used in a smoke-free home, you know, it can keep some value. But something that's mint in the box, you know you're getting something pristine and brand new. A couple years ago for Christmas, I bought my son because my son likes weird things, right? I bought him the Pee-wee's Playhouse playset from eBay, mint in box from 1986. Mint in the box. And you know what? It was expensive. But how cool was it? We opened this box. Nobody had ever used it. We got to put the stickers on it for the first time. Oh, wow. It was really, really cool to be able to have that experience of having something that was brand spanking new, unused. Does he still have it? He do- I have it. Oh. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> he, better have he it. He was like, I'm done with this. I want to get rid of it. I'm like, we're going to put this right back with my collection. So, mint in the box is great. Keep yourself minty in Jesus' name because that's the only way to stay fresh. And that's all the time we have for tonight for the Nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye. Nicholas W. Sadler. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Big man Quentin Gregory Neff. Adios. And wherever she is, the lovely lady Lee Smarty. My name is Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home. But we can't stay here. Stay minty.